0: have a conversation about bubble tea and how they put
1: we can always have a conversation about bubble tea i don't think you ever need permission so i got bubble tea and
0: like i i think they just took all the tapioca bubbles and said well put them all in because so it was like, <laughs>
1: how many how many tapioca balls do you need oh! <laughs> of them.
0: because like i got large right and 95 percent of this large is just tapioca bubbles i feel like i got ripped off Like I feel like sorry, I just had to have some water. Oh god. I like I feel like I just like I didn't get I didn't get tea. I just got the boba. Okay, this is my story.
1: So one time it's not a very interesting story, but like one time I was in Manhattan with a friend and she was like she was Korean and she was like do you like bubble tea? And I was like yes i love bubble tea um and so we went to this place and she hooked me up because i had never before had the pudding you know when you get like the actual what is that oh oh. the pudding
0: yeah they have like it's like tarot
1: it's it's, it was the sweetest thing on the planet but it was like so it was the tarot um it was the tarot tea and then the pudding in it um and then the bubbles, and okay. I was like, Ooh, that's probably all the so sugar." In
0: sweet. I can't, I can't do stuff that, that's sweet. It
1: was sweet. so sweet, but it was so good. Like at the same time, it was,
0: really good. it was good.
1: It was so good.
0: Well, anywho, welcome to I saw you on stage. A musical, A musical theater
1: podcast with Ons and Lex, where we talk about cultural and political goings-ons of musical theater shows and their cinematic counterparts.
0: Yeah! What she said. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, this week on I Saw You On Stage, Ons and Lex discuss the hit off-Broadway musical, Heathers. 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 No, I'm pretty sure.
1: I actually don't know. I don't know what they sing. No, in that it's part.
0: Heather, 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 and someone, Heather, 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 and a babe, Heather. Heather a test, and they're like Veronica, and they're like Veronica, Veronica, Veronica. Okay, I remember.
1: I remember that part. I remember that part. Let's thing Lex, I feel like I feel like we need to explain to people why we haven't posted it in such a long
0: time because um, we got full-time jobs and did we well <laughs> I have full-time job. <laughs> that is very I was like, cool that'd be very nice. For you. Yeah I have a full-time job so I've been away for a long time. So you're going to apologize to the people, Lex? Because they missed you. Yeah, they did. They missed my beautiful and and fantastic speaking voice. I didn't see that one that, that too far. Uh, are you
1: sure? Right, so Lex introduces to Heathers.
0: Well, Heathers centers around a 17-year-old girl named Veronica Sawyer, who is kind of not popular, she's just invisible Um, until one day she encounters the Heathers, there's literally three girls named Heathers and they decide to take her under their wing but they're like really mean and then she falls in love with this really like hot badass named JD and one day they decide to well they accidentally kill the head Heather and then a bunch of events follow that uh, that that seems very specific thank you
1: i'm gonna let everyone know that i let lexi do the synopsis because lexi complained that i took too long to do a synopsis but i just i was just covering all my base.
0: well hey i don't want to i don't want to spoil it for people but um i should say now there are going to be spoilers if they're so. if, if they wouldn't listen
1: to it if they didn't want it to be spoiled Anyway, so basically there's a there's a musical, is there not Lexi? And then there's a, there's a there's a movie, right?
0: Yes. The musical Do we have anything else? The musical is um based off of the nineteen eighty eight cult film of the same name called Heathers. Um and it has Renona Ryder in it and a young Christian Slater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. Ooh, we love a young Christian Slater. We
1: love a young Christian Slater. Oh
0: yeah, A little baby face, Christian. Yeah, mm-hmm. still creepy, but kind of hot. Yeah, I know, I know. I think that's what makes this character um, appealing. Um, anywho, the the musical was written, um, or I'm sorry, was made into an it was made into an off Broadway musical in 2014. Um, with me-
1: no, no, it moved to Off-Broadway in 2014. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a musical before that. I'm sorry.
0: My mistake. Um, yeah. It moved to Off-Broadway in 2014.
1: Which, fun fact, did you know that Jeremy Jordan was in... I did. Um... I didn't, I did. cause like I didn't finish what it was. Cause he was like in what he was in the um, the read through that they had at Joe's Pub. Yeah,
0: yeah, I did. I actually did know that. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a rock musical with music, lyrics, and book by Lawrence O'Keefe and Kevin Murphy.
1: I like how oh, you read that like backwards. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I did. <laughs> she literally went from the bottom to the top. I, I did. Top. <laughs> I did. It was very weird. Um, it's also currently on the West End, um, and there was a reboot TV spot which I think got canceled. Uh, so. We we
0: actually don't know. I I don't know. If I know when I road. looked it up,
1: it said it was canceled. Oh,
0: they just canceled. But well, they made they made they yeah. made all of season one, so that's um, awkward. They did. Yeah, they made Ooh, the entire season, that. and then they kept pushing it back because. Um, Because they had um, all those high school shootings and they felt like it was in bad taste to premiere the show. I mean, good call. Yeah. Um, So today, Lex, what are we going to talk about today? Tell
1: people what we're going to do today.
0: We're going to talk about um, Heather's, the phenomenon that is Heather's the Off-Broadway Musicale. And Mm -hmm. we are going to also talk about um, the influence of its predecessor and um counterpart which is a 1988 movie
1: cool cool the so let's dive like right into the movie um so the movie was directed by michael lehman um and yeah we said it had um Winona writer, Kristen Slater, isn't it? Um, and according to Wikipedia, is so this is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> look up, look um, synopsis on Wikipedia? Because I, I just want everyone to know, to like, just to note this difference, right? So the film, this is the film's um, Wikipedia synopsis. The film portrays four teenage girls, three of whom are named Heather, and a clique at an Ohio high school, right? Right. That's just, that's just for Westerberg, that. I we, think just, that's name we just, could we just if we just scroll down to, um, I don't know if I, if I copy and paste it, no, I didn't, um, but the musical synopsis is, like, four, like, lines long, (laughs) like, it's just, like, long, like, in-depth detail about what happens as, for a synopsis, so I just, I just like that contrast, because it was clearly, like, some kind of musical theater kid sat down and was like, okay, yes. so... <laughs> yes. so this is what happens. <laughs> and then at the end of Act 1, <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't get the, I'm like, what? Yeah, anyway. um well, So let's let's talk about the movie. So when it came out, it wasn't really well-reviewed. Like, people weren't really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, although, Rotten Tomatoes says it's a 7.8 out of 10, right? Mm-hmm. um But after like after it was released that's when it became this like big cult classic kind of a thing that people know so Lex like personally like you yourself as an individual who lives on the planet that we call Earth um how did you come to see the Kevins how did that happen
0: um my freshman year of college one of my housemates' friends who used to come over all the time was just like, Have you guys seen Heathers? And like my um my other housemate, um, who's my roommate now, and I were like, No, we haven't seen Heathers and she's like, Okay, we can watch it. Sat down watched it and after it was done I was like, What the did I just watch? <laughs> I was like, That was crazy. I thought it was gonna be like a like a mean girls, but I was just like, Oh my god, they're dead people. People died in this <laughs> and it, did, it it blew my mind. Like I didn't like it when I first saw it, but like my my um, my friend he became like obsessed with it and then he found the musical and it was just like, you have to watch it and I didn't really get on board with that until like maybe three years later. And that's how I discovered Heathers. Um, but I did find out a fun fact about the movie. Did you know that originally they had wanted Stanley Kubrick to direct Heathers? i don't know who that is stanley kubrick um he's a very famous director he directed like i've heard of him i just don't know what he 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 directed. he did the shining he did um a space odyssey 2001 or 2001 space odyssey um and he did a clockwork orange
1: i've seen one of those films
0: (laughs) can i ask you (laughs) which one it was (laughs) <laughs> a, it was a clockwork. Oh The most obscure out of all. I should know. And I don't think I watched the full thing oh because my it scared God. me. <laughs> he was a fantastic director. I love his work, but um, I think it would have been a a whole different movie if it had been Stanley Kubrick who directed it.
1: How
0: like uh, well like how do you think it would be different? Uh, probably in what way? Probably be a lot darker. They want it...
1: Darker than it already yeah, is? Yeah,
0: they wanted it to be, like, extremely dark. Um, they wanted it to be, like, a, a very dark comedy. Um, and it is. It is. I like, um... As I... When I rewatch it, I find myself liking it a bit more than I did the first time. Because... I've never rewatched it. You've never seen the movie?
1: No, I have seen the movie. But it was one of those things where I think I was, like, on, um... On vacation from school, and it was on like the Encore Channel or Stars or something, and I just I started, and then I just lost interest. And it is, I mean, I finished the movie, but I never I never ha-
0: had a real like thing like let's go back. It's one of those movies that like you should rewatch. Like it will surprise you when you re, re- when you rewatch it. Plus, I so do you like it now? I have to say that I I like it. I don't love it. Um, there are a couple of things. What is the distinction between that? Like, Heather's a movie. Like I, I watched it once, and like I didn't like it. I watched it again. And I was like, okay, that was good. Like and now that I can like take a moment to like like I'm, I'm over the initial shock of like what I just watched. Now I can take a moment to just like absorb like what's happening in the plot and like um, try to analyze it like that. And, and like after I analyzed it, I was like, okay, I liked it. Still don't love it. Maybe because I watched it at such a late age. Because a lot of my friends watched when they were in high school. And they love it.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah. I, I I find a lot of people who I meet who love Heathers also watched it when they were in high school. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those movies that I feel like the nostalgic goggles definitely um, are in play here.
1: Did you so did you watch it after you saw the musical too?
0: No. So I watched it. Um my my friend he saw the musical and he's like you got to see it. You got to see it. And then like maybe 3 years later, like my senior year of college, I watched it. I like sat down and watched it cuz it was a, a, a it was a northeastern happening and I had nothing else to do. And it was on YouTube and I was like, oh, "Okay." And I like it, the musical really um really got to me. Like I liked the musical a lot better than I liked the movie. I have to say. Mm. Like I We'll talk about that Yeah. Here. Like I think the the musical did um a lot of things that the movie did not. Cool. Right. How um how did you discover Heather's ons?
1: I told you, I was just like watching Encore one day and I I'd seen it. But in terms of like the musical That's yeah, so what I meant the musical. Um it, I don't remember. I think it was in a podcast that somebody was talking about, and I was like, mm, "I don't know." And it had it. So you know how you know how you get recommendations on your YouTube best, um, based mm-hmm. on like what you favorites we listened to. Um, so you know the animatrix thing that people do where they like draw
0: mm, like oh, cartoon the, characters. Not animatrix, animatrix is a is a movie. <laughs> they're called animatics animatics there you go um so the
1: one for 17 popped up and I was like I don't know like this (laughs) seems I don't I don't know but I like watched it and of course I knew nothing about the context of what was happening or anything like that and I was like this is kind of catchy and then I heard it in a podcast being talked about and I was like maybe and then basically you made me sit down and watch it I
0: did so so, (laughs) to give people context I specifically made her watch um a amateur production which was done with, I think it was both high school kids and college kids, like mixed together in one beautiful combination of um, musical theaterness, <laughs> musical angst. Musical angst. Um, yeah. It was the. It was a Rock River Repertory Theater Company.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. It was
0: really good. It was a good quality production. It was production. good. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? What, what is, that? is it based in Colorado or some some place mm-hmm. out I think out, so. out west? Yeah. And out there. Yeah, um, you can you can watch it on on, um, on YouTube if you can find it. I think actually, you know what? I think it's the first one that pops up when you type in "Heathers" musical next to like the legal off Broadway version. Yeah. So just to
1: wrap up the movie stuff, like um, I, I personally didn't feel any connection to the movie at all, and like, and I, and I don't remember lots about the movie. What about you, Lex? Are you are you invested in the movie?
0: -mm. Not like I never got emotionally invested in the movie. The and we'll talk about the musical, but I got emotionally invested in the musical more so than I did in the movie.
1: Cool. Okay, so let's move on to the musical. So the lyrics, the the music, the lyrics. Do you hear what I just said? The the lyrics, the lyrics, the lyrics. um, So the music, lyrics, and book are by Lawrence O'Keefe and Kevin Murphy. Mm, Um. It started out in Joe's Pub in 2010, um, and that's the one that Jeremy Jordan was in as JD.
0: um, And then it moved to. That casting makes sense. Jeremy Jordan is a very intense actor, just an intense individual. Yeah. Um, But uh, you know he's going to be in London. Everyone's in London. (laughs) Everyone comes to London (laughs) at some point in time. That is that is like false.
1: I'm still waiting for a lot of people to come over to London but basically um, that has nothing to do with it. but like 2010 was like like that was like the era of Jeremy Jordan wasn't it? Like I feel like he, he had just come out of like Newsies and everyone was like, oh my God, it's Jeremy Jordan was that not was that not that time? He, am, like he, am I mixing up my well, time?
0: 2012 Newsies came out um, and then after that, I think he I think he got smash after that
1: i don't know i feel like there needs I, to be an entire another episode about career because i don't remember i just like while i was in it it was real but now that i'm looking back i was like i don't remember when everything happened um anyway so but um what were we talking about oh yeah so then it moves to la in 2013 and then off broadway in 2014 um, again, it's got a really big cult following. It's also here in London, now on the West End. Um, which, will, I guess, Alexi's got lots of feelings about it. There's a deep, like, snort into the microphone from you. I, I don't,
0: yeah. that's No, I'm not going to uh, get into that because we'll be here all day.
1: And the reviews were, like, pretty positive. Like, everyone pretty much liked it like I don't think I, I had a hard time finding anyone that was like this is terrible um the only thing that people did say is that that the um the content was quite mature in a way um and super fans were kind of like well it's not like the original which is like the point but anyway but those are the only like bad things that I ever got about it um and then obviously so for the preparation of this i watched the rock river repertory theater company production um we love us some amateur theater i actually really do it was really enjoyable I love and it's one of those things that i don't think i would have liked it if it was like a professional thing like i'm not sure if i would have that same feeling about it right um so let's just get into it so there are changes aren't there there are changes that happen
0: right right um most of the changes are not really plot related they're character related um the plot for the most part stays the same like it be, um the entire the inciting incident is Heather, um jd and veronica accidentally killing heather chandler and writing her suicide note and that's how everything like you know comes about it's just everything is um turned up a bit more like a uh, very musical theater esque, <laughs> they take everything, they turn it to ten. Um, they they add a lot more character development to um, Veronica and JD. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I think the biggest difference between the movie and the stage production is um, in the, the movie you just see Veronica and she's already with the Heathers, like she's already a part of their clique. In the show, Veronica starts off as like a homely like type of. Um, like a nerd, essentially, like she's really nerdy and but very, very smart. Yeah. And um, she she craves a boon. Do you just say she's nerdy but very, very smart? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 after I said that, I was like, oh, "That makes no sense." But um, she says in the music, she says, "I crave." What is it? I crave a boon. She says with them, and she cra- um, she strikes a deal with the Heather's that she's like, "Okay, if you guys protect me from like all these crazy people in high school, like I'll I'll like." She's really good at forging letters and stuff. She's like, "I'll do whatever you guys want me to, just to, like make sure that no one messes around with me." That's all I ask. Yeah, and they transform her into like a Heather.
1: Yeah. Um. So, Lex, what did you like about it?
0: Mm.
1: It's a very simple question. Sorry, she's like drinking her bubble tea.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just I just swallowed like five bubbles because I have all the bubbles. <laughs> From the tea shop in my tea. I think we're
1: gonna have to edit that because that sounds just a wrong. <laughs> I just swallowed all the bubbles. Um,
0: <laughs> why so? I knew I don't. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I really liked um how they developed JD's character. I hated him. Yeah. I, as much as I love me some Chris, Christian Slater and I love me some young Christian Slater. Young Christian Slater, awesome. yeah, he was. Um. Oh, he had the earring, too. Okay, but well, move it. Yeah, right? Ooh. Yes. Right?
1: And, like, that jacket, he was, like, dark mm-hmm. and, and, like, mysterious.
0: sultry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. randomly quoted, like, dead philosophers. And the hair, like, though. Yeah. Like, his hair was mm-hmm. really green. Anywho. <sighs> I, I yeah. like what they... I didn't like JD's character in the movie, though. I, I, like, really did not like J.D.'s character, but I... I don't even really remember him. Yeah, see, but, I mean, he doesn't have... They, like, (laughs) they mentioned like, a couple of things about him here and there, but for the most part, his entire purpose is to, like, obsess over Veronica. But in the musical, I I feel like they add more depth to his character. Like, he has motivations, like, other than Veronica of why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. And they explore that a bit more. I also like, um... there's a, oh, there's a difference between like the Martha in the movie and the Martha in the musical. The Martha in the movie is just a loner, and like Veronica doesn't really know her at all. And like in in the musical, she's her best friend, which I mean, and gets that bomb solo. Um, she uh, does get bomb, yeah, here.
1: yeah. The note to self: you probably shouldn't. You should probably know what you're gonna say after bomb, but <laughs> because that's just, it was just like bomb. But yeah, she's so get that's great. That's yeah. a great song.
0: Although, and, like I feel like.
1: One of my favorite songs.
0: I feel like it adds more depth to her character, but I don't, something I I feel like if is it necessary? Yeah, no, if, if if it's it it necessary. that second act. So you know, yeah.
1: what, in the second act, there's always a song. It's normally sung by a woman that um, is completely not necessary. But like I'm but not even but I'm not saying
0: if her song is necessary. I'm saying like, does it really matter that her and Veronica are friends? You know, what I'm saying because in the in the movie they're not friends. I think it
1: does. For me, it did because it it, it didn't. Because it made, I, you know why, so here, here's the deal, I think knowing that they all went to nursery school together, like these kids grew up together, and knowing that somebody could evolve to kind of dissociate so much um, between like the person that they are then and the person that they were as like a kid or whatever, um, I think that meant a lot to me. If that made any sense, so knowing that they all were friends and that she kissed that guy whose name I can't remember, um, like mm, in nursery it's a, is school, it,
0: it's a, is it Ram or Kurt,
1: no idea. I think it was Ram. But like it's Ram, um, that she kissed him and that they had this, you know, like like flirtation like young person thing, you know, when they're like nursery school. That made because that felt real to me. That felt real, like I, like I know people who went to schools like this. Right. I I personally didn't, but I know that people
0: have. Right. Right. No, but no. I think that that, ha- that happens a lot in like um these Midwestern But towns. it happens in
1: like small towns. Yeah, yeah and small you know when you, when you know literally everybody in your town you up, and then people grow yeah. up to to think that they're better than you but y'all went to this, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, your parents know each other, your grandparents know each other. Right,
0: like, we didn't experience that, because where we were from, like, you go to different schools once you, like, leave elementary school. Well,
1: I did not I didn't, because when I was in middle school, right, I came into a middle school that everyone had been together since they were, like, in diapers, and I was the only one that hadn't. So I've came, I've gone into an environment like that, but I couldn't say that I was personally a part of that. Right.
0: But so... So,
1: what did you like about the musical? i am be real with you. It's not my favorite musical.
0: Yeah?
1: It's really not. Um, And I can get into that, like, in our next, like, in our forever discussion. Um, But, I mean, I like, I think I like the subject matter. I like that it's real. I like that it's, um, I like some of the songs um like meant to be yours is that what? Mm-hmm. i was meant to be yours <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: think they say it enough in the in the song for you to
1: get the title <laughs> <laughs> but, so, you, but you know those songs like for um okay do so you do you know that song by two blonde that's called um what's it's not called this actually the, the what's going on and that Yay, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, 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 yeah 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 do you know the name of that song yeah. Lex? It's called "What's On," oh. not "What's Going On." No, because I looked it up several times on my Spotify, and I was like, "Oh, I remember this song. I
0: love this song. Let me just, let me just." And then, no, it's actually not even called "What's On." It's called "What's Up." That's like ninety-five percent of Panic at the Disco songs. True. Yeah. And you, cause you, and it's really frustrating because when you want to look them up on like Spotify,
1: it's like you, you. T- I mean, I got there. But, but anyway, like,
0: anyway, we're getting totally off <laughs> subject. On. i just
1: i just have major trust issues now with song titles um but that's that's one of my that's one of my big ones um 17 was a big one for me um i actually like dead girl walking now but i only like parts of it i don't like the full song um and then that's kind of it i don't
0: like then, i don't like dead girl work, walking too too yelly working you don't like dead girls working no, either like girl me neither freaks me out um no dead girl walking um too, too yelly for me.
1: <laughs> I, I, well, yeah. So I cut it off at the yeah, end.
0: It's like really you know. And they're like, yeah, too yeah, yelly.
1: yeah. And I was like, "This isn't. This is nothing." So, um so to, to wrap up, what I do like about it, I do like those those specific songs, um, and I like the subject matter. I don't always like how we get there. Mm-hmm. I think that I think it's, I think it's the journey that sometimes I ponder yeah, about. It's I think the, the destination. It's it's the journey. I think the destination, I find quite pleasant when I'm there. Mm. But it's the how, the how, the how, how we yes. evolve. How the story of evolves. Of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what about you, Lux? What do you like about it? Well, I, Did you ever say that? I
0: can tell you what I All don't right. like about it. Yeah, tell me
1: what you don't like about it.
0: Um, like I said, some of the songs are just way too yelly for me. I just, I can't i can't yeah um and the, the entire mm, i i should probably point that i am not a person um i i am i am a straight woman you're not a person that's a part of the lgbt um, T community q. q um i don't think we use q anymore but oh we you know, don't Sorry. um I'm not a person of that community, but the my dead gay son Tom. <sighs> I don't know how you feel about that, but like I said, I'm not a person of that community, so like,
1: yeah. as in like you don't know if it offends you or not.
0: Yeah. But well, you know what? I like I don't I like people's sexuality being used as jokes. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I had a like I just I had a thing about that too. Yeah, like I just saw like a um production of Carrie and they had a closeted gay character in there or like they made up their own closet gay character and like they played that up for laughs and I was like uh I don't feel right about that. Like something about this feels wrong and I can't put my finger on why. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get that. I respect that. I think, you know, the gay dads, too, is something that I was like, is that necessary? Yeah, like, I, don't I think it's,
0: like, it, it was his like, I, I found it funny when I first watched it, but upon, like, further watching, I was like, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah.
1: I think it's because why do I find it funny?
0: That's what I, that's what I, that's what I get really, like, Right, about. and, like, and I, I know that, like, suicide among, like, young um, LGBT teenagers is is on the rise and like that just I don't know that just looks a bad taste in my mouth like having that
1: mm. so those are things that we didn't like right that we're uncomfortable with um let's get deep let's get real let's bring it there Lex wait but, but, but before ready? we get
0: before we get oh, wait, super no. deep let's talk about songs cause it is musical
1: I already talked about the songs oh, I like. Oh, you
0: did? Um, I yeah. didn't say what the songs I like, because I also like Meant to Be Yours.
1: Yeah, remember when I was like, what did you like about it? And you're like, I already said what I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, I know, and but I totally forgot
0: liked... the songs. Um, I like Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful's my favorite.
1: I don't, I don't even remember that uh, song. It's,
0: I just sang at the beginning. And you know, you know, you know, you know. It's because you're beautiful. Yeah, that one. Um, and I really like Lifeboat too.
1: I don't know what that's White boat is the
0: one that the yellow Heather sings when she's contemplating suicide. Mm. Where Well, she's like Okay. I yeah. Float in a boat in the raving I don't know the words. But you you get the song. You know the song I'm talking about, right? I can see it, I can't hear it. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we can totally move on to deep cultural shit. Um, so, is there
1: something about musicals that makes it super different to watch, like, this dark content material, um, and is that why people keep commenting on it? Like, is there something about musicals as a genre that lifts it into a different kind of category? Because you were not you were the one who said that you didn't like the, the stuff, like, you didn't really like the story as a movie, but is there something about it being a musical that you were, like, I
0: think. Okay, I get this a little bit better. I, and this is just like my thing with just movies. Because I also, on top of being like musical theater buff, I like I'm a huge movie buff. Um, but this is something I, I have. I have a hard time suspending my belief about movies than I do with music. This is a personal thing, though. Than I do with musicals. Um, like I, I'm more willing to believe things that are happening on stage than they're happening on film and, and mm. that's just mostly because the, just the culture around theater like you're just more likely to open yourself up to like experiences or like just you have to use your imagination more with theater than you do with movies because everything in movies is like laid out for you like you see it there mm. like you don't have to really like put much thought into it um, mm-hmm. but in terms of um, I think it's I I'd say I want to say it's more effective as a musical, um, mostly because it it reverses the um, the expectations of what people think musicals are. So musicals have always really been categorized as like you know happy go lucky fun times. Which I don't know what musicals other, like people have been watching, but like yeah, it's a lot. Forty Second Street. Yeah, Forty Second Street. Like well, because you know everyone like when people think of musicals, they think of like happy fun times, like The Music Man. Um,
1: Forty second Street, 40 second
0: Street um, anything. goes like things like that. But then I think people forget.
1: I mean, even cats is quite happy, fun, go lucky in a dark, weird way.
0: I'm, cats is only happy, fun, go lucky if you have taken like I don't know LSD or something. It is very. Strange. No, I think
1: it would be. Could you imagine popping pills and trying to go see cats? No, like my I'm whole world would just be like collapsing. Would be. I would be so afraid. I would was, was be afraid so when afraid. When I was, like,
0: Oh, God, no. I was afraid, and I was sober when I saw Cats. But, um, no, what I, what I was saying was, like, I think a lot of people underestimate how dark musicals can get. Like, I, like you know, Cabaret is pretty dark. Um, West Side Story is extremely mm-hmm. dark. Spring Awakening is Spring dark. Awakening is so dark. And I think people yeah. hear, like, because it's musicals, like, music, they just assume that, like happy and upbeat. I don't think a lot of people actually listen to the lyrics in musicals.
1: Next to Normal was
0: quite dark Next too. Next to Normal... And had a very great ser- like, um, subject matter. Yeah, I love Next Normal, mm. yeah. But Next to Normal is a, is a good comparison because Next Normal and also Spring Awakening um, utilize mm. music to create... Um, or talk about these, these heavy and dark topics.
1: And they all have that kind of similar sound, you know, that kind of pop rock feel to right. it. Is it pop? As, okay, I never know which one I'm supposed to be using. It's, it's pop rock, isn't it, or is it's, it?
0: Well, now, now it's not punk nowadays rock. Nowadays, they they categorize that as contemporary musical theater.
1: Contemporary musical yeah. theater, cool. Um, but they all have that kind of sound to it really interesting. I actually just thought about this as we were talking. Do you think that this musical is to young people what Spring Awakening was to us?
0: Man, we're not that old. (gasps) I, like, I mean, it was to me.
1: Like, Spring Awakening was, like, a big thing to me. Like, it was, like, oh my gosh, like, it was, like, what Rent was to people when Rent came, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like,
0: it was... I, I, I see what you're saying. And I... I think it is. It very much is like, but as opposed to like when we were growing up, so we had that one musical that was for young people, which was Spring Awakening. Right? Young people nowadays yeah. that are into musical theater have so many categories to choose from because musical theater is being aimed towards young people. Like they have be more chill. They have Dear Evan Hansen, which we'll get to. Mm. Hashtag Black Evan Hansen. Black just head saying, head. Um, Sorry, I'm they back. have they have Mean Girls, they have you name they they they, they have a lot of things for for young people, um, and they are aimed towards that, that that demographic. And they have and and Heather's is just one of them. Mm. So you just, you think they have like
1: more variety,
0: right? Right. Well, we just had Spring Awakening, mm. which like. I mean, do like, yeah, yeah, no, I think I just had, I mean, we
1: had Rent, but we, it was basically a Spring Awakening.
0: Yeah, but, like, Rent was aimed towards young adults more so than it was aimed towards teenagers. Mm-hmm. So, I think Spring Awakening was really the first thing aimed at teenagers. Like, it was specific. Spring Awakening? Yeah, it was specifically about teenagers for teenagers. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah, I, I personally did not get into spring, like, I couldn't relate to spring awakening. I was like, wow, this is pretty, but I was just like, this is dark and way beyond my experience.
1: You remember our spring awakening breakfast? Oh, yes,
0: we. Breakfast, breakfasts, depressing or breakfasts. Depressing breakfasts. Or depressing breakfasts. Our, our depressing breakfasts. Um,
1: yeah, no, I would, I would concur with that. Do you concur? i concur
0: why didn't i concur why didn't i concur <laughs> <laughs> where is that's that that's catch where i'm, I'm having <laughs> cats me again like, like, why didn't i concur like, yeah concur. you concur and the guy's like i i don't know and then he leaves and he's like why didn't i mm-hmm. concur why didn't i concur favorite guy <laughs> favorite guy mm. yeah um, but but what what are your thoughts on the concepts of musicals that deal with subject matter this dark? Do you do you think Who? that there should be more of the, uh, things like this? Do you think like these are actually helpful to our youth, detrimental? A reflection.
1: I thought you was gonna keep giving me more things, <laughs> more things to, to pick with. from. No,
0: because I, I, um, I, I blinked out after reflections.
1: I believe that. Um, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna go out there and say that Heather's is not my favorite musical, but I also am completely aware that Heather's was not made for me, um, and I never and I was never a person that like really related to the story and really and that's either the movie or the musical. I think there are some great moments in the musical. I think talking about suicide. I think talking about um, bomb threats and and school shootings and things of this nature are very very important given what's happening in America um and I think that's something that should be discussed not just on stage but I think everywhere I think we should keep having these conversations because I think a lot of times people just kind of forget after something happens because it wasn't something that affected them directly but I think the more that you think about it and the more that people keep bringing it into the consciousness and keep it there um the, the better it will be, um, and, and, and so there's there's that aspect of it that I really do like. Um, but if we're going go to go into something that, so so staring away from kind of like the political realness of it, um, I think, and digging into kind of just like a, a pure representative view of it, uh, as in looking at something that is a musical, Um, I think that Heathers fails me because I don't think there's enough diversity in it. And I don't mean diversity in terms of just, like, looking at people of color on stage. But I think it's also just kind of, like, giving other people's stories within that story, you know what I mean? A a bigger thing. Like, having the gay joke be a joke was kind of, like, almost like a cop-out to me.
0: Like like it it brought up these ideas but didn't follow through on them, right. right? Yeah,
1: like you bring things to fruition and then it's like, well, we don't have enough time, so we're just I mean, going to shove actually, that like, away. I see
0: what you're saying, and I feel like and like piggybacking off of what you just said, I feel like Heather's plays it safe with the ending mm-hmm. message of being nice because mm-hmm. <sighs> going back to Carrie the musical, Carrie the musical does the same thing, and like yeah, I I. <sighs> This is what I hate about um, sc- sc- um, shows that deal with high schools and stuff like that. Is like the ending message is like always be kind to people. and Like Thirteen Reasons Why I did that too, and hmm. I mean Thirteen Reasons Why I put me off for a lot of reasons. But like that was like one of the big reasons why it put me off is because it's like it. It's not about being ni- there are all sorts of underlying issues, and being nice to people while it's great and it's a great message um, can only do but so much. If someone if yeah. someone has something that's mentally wrong with them or if they need help and you do not have the tools to do so you need to go to you need to get some help you need to go to a professional yeah. and get help it's not about mm-hmm. always being nice to people like they like high schools were say it um, those kids that shot up the school it wasn't about being nice to them Um it, it it was a, a matter of intervening on a person that had something mentally and seriously wrong with them.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think, but in terms of like playing it safe, I I do feel like um, going back to what you were saying about musicals and then having these like happy endings in musicals. There is this idea that somehow um, if we end if we end Heather's with a, a, a reprise of seventeen um and everyone's and and veronica's like let's all be friends and we're going to pave the way for this new society i think that is a completely unrealistic i think um i think we didn't i think it would be nice to see a version of it where you know she was a little bit more kind of like geez this is quite you know what I mean? This, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't stuff seem affected
0: there. by any of this. Like, she's like, "That was a but time I'm, in my life, and now it's over." Like it, that's that's <laughs> how you it know feels. What, that's literally what yeah. she says, isn't it? But I think what I think but now that I'm saying
1: this I'm starting to think that maybe um I'm like talking myself out of it (laughs) that maybe some people maybe some people do feel this way you know what I mean that maybe because these things occur so sadly frequently in American society that that maybe there is this kind of numbness to it this kind of like um he was here but he's not here anymore kind of a thing and we have to kind of uh, you know chin up and move on kind of a thing to it. And maybe it is it is a critique of what we do. So not remembering that people have died and not bringing this into the consciousness, that does feel quite fake. And so maybe seeing Veronica be quite, almost numb about this is more of a critique on the way that we deal with it and not so much of her as a character dealing well,
0: with I it. Well, I mean, they they do... They, flip that. No, 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 no but, no, but they actually do acknowledge that in the show. They have that one scene where they're doing the shine a light thing and and um, one of the Heathers talks about how she wants to kill herself, and then they make fun of her, and, like, the teacher's just like, turn off the cameras, and Veronica's like, S- Veronica's like seriously? You're, like, like, talking about the cameras, and this girl just told you that she's thinking about killing herself? Like, that's despicable. Mm. And then, like, the ghost of Heathers, like, um, this is what the adults really don't want you to look at, is that they are powerless to do anything about this, and, like, yeah, it's mm. all good. Like, they have their prayers and stuff, but, like, what they actually really do about it. Mm. yeah
1: I think there's that to it. i think i think um i'm not i'm 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 never one to say that i'm too i'm too old for anything because I don't think I'm that old yet <laughs> like in my brain, but um, I haven't been in high school in in a in a minute it's it's been a while since I've been in high school, so I think that dynamic is quite um I mean, in high school, as, like, a, as a student, I should say, I've I've taught in high schools, but, um, that dynamic sometimes to me is quite, um, it's hard for me to get back into you know what i mean because i feel like you spend so much of your time trying not to be in high school again you're like oh once you get out you're like yes i'm I'm gonna be an adult (laughs) i'm gonna live my life and we're never gonna think about those things ever again um but i do think that it's quite i think what heathers really does bring up for me is the fact that that this is kind of the backbone not only of kind of like a nation because everyone has to kind of go through high school um but of a lot of people who are living in the country right now um and so that, like, it does bring, I don't, it's not my story, I think is, is maybe what I'm trying to, no, <laughs> to point no, at. No, no, no,
0: this is like, and this is a, a big topic that we are big advocates for, um, mm.
1: it's
0: not, it's not a story for people of color.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if it's not a story for people of color, but we definitely are not, not in the narrative. story.
0: That's, it's not, it's yeah. not our, um.
1: We're not there We're at not all. there no so let me ask you this alexis because um when you know it's 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 on the west end now and there is a black heather um in the west end production um talk to me about stunt diversity casting Uh, how do you feel about
0: this I, i don't like the west end production to begin with but that like i said that's a topic for another day um I,
1: uh, well, like, could you give us a brief, like, give me, like, a brief, like, sentence about why you don't like it, or, like, two sentences. I'll even take a paragraph. Well,
0: um, I don't like the West End production because the quality was just not that great. But, um, I don't, I, um, as much as I am an advocate for casting people of color, um, I and I don't even know, I don't even know what, like, how would you describe this, but I, uh, the the casting with Heathers in the West End, I didn't feel as was manipulative as was the casting in Dear Evan Hansen with their one token black person. Right. Like, it seemed like they cast um, Heathers in the West End with the black Heather because clearly they, uh, I, I don't I wasn't there in the casting room, but like it, it doesn't feel like stunt diversity casting to me for that, as opposed to like in in, in Dear Evan Hansen, ha- Dear Evan Hansen, Hansen? Hansen, Dear Evan Hansen, where they have that one black girl, right, and like she's just she, she's not even like you could make her any other like ethnicity, and she'd still be the same character, but like she's still a token like p- person of color. Yeah. And <laughs> I, um, I hate I, I don't like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think um, I think so This is something that is quite near and dear to my heart, and I, I I've named it the mask of white progressiveness, um, or, pro, or progressive or progressivism. Is that what it? Yes. I'm, yeah. Pro, progra- yeah. Um, and I say that because um, a lot of times the deepness and the depth. Of the subject matters in in shows like Dear Evan Hansen and Heathers, and arguably be more chill. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: I have thoughts to be more chill, but have <laughs> for
1: another time. For um, another time. Like the deepness and 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 the kind of um, realness of their subject matters tends to get them overlooked in terms of the fact that they don't have a lot of diversity in their cast and that these stories aren't necessarily stories that are universal and yet they're being sold as stories that are universal do you know what i mean
0: well they sell them as stories as the american experience however however that's not always the american experience like you and i talk about this movie all the time but there's an independent film called dope and dope Yes, and Dope centers on a young African American teen who goes to a predominantly black school, and it it talks about his struggles of not fitting in and 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 being different from the other black kids and being made fun of because of this, and him going on this weird journey that involves drugs somehow, and then getting into Harvard. But <laughs> yeah, that sounds weird. But um, a story like that, like I I think that's 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 a story. Of, of um of a person of color's experience in high school like that's that's something mm-hmm. I would love to see on Broadway like that's something I yeah. would love to see like a music well not even just on Broadway but just like a musical like represented in theater and, mo- and more in media like talking more about the experience and not just like you know the typical um like growing not to not to say that these are invalid stories, but just, like, this is not every black person's experience of growing up in, like, the projects and not having a dad and, like, struggling with poverty and things like that. And, like, dope touches on those, but that's not the central focus of the of the movie. The central focus is his character. Like, he is not defined by these things. Like, he's his own person. Yeah. And, like, I would love to see more movies with people of color that are not just defined by their social class, their race, or their, um, their circumstances with their parents. Yeah,
1: but knowing, but also being, oh, I think it's that balance of, of knowing that sometimes those things can impact a, a person's story. Right. Yeah, so, like, not erasing that these things exist, but knowing that for some people that's not their story. Right. But then for others, it is. Right. So just, like, being aware of that, like, balance. But I think one of the problems is that in in the America that is represented, in the America, in the country or whatever it is, that is represented in things like Heathers or Dear Evan Hansen or Be More Chill, there is, like, an absence of other people's yes. stories, in a way. Like, other people's struggles, and whether that be other minorities who might also deal, like, have battled with mental health and things of that nature, because it's not just a white people problem. Um, and as um, much
0: as like those black black aunties in church will tell you, it is not. It is not a white people problem. It is an everyone problem.
1: I remember somebody. I remember somebody once saying um, that only white people cut themselves. Like that—that that was a thing. It's like, oh, that's that's some white people shit. Yeah, right. Like I do. I remember distinctly being told that.
0: Or like, like um, depression is some white people shit, or like anxiety is yeah. white people shit. Like it's not.
1: Yeah, only white people can 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 afford to have anxiety, or
0: afford to have mental um, illness. Period.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I think there. I think that there is definitely room. To have that kind of narrative be told and have those stories be told, I think that would be wildly significant and wildly important. Um, and i and I don't know there's something that you were saying about the impact of white stories being told as American stories that this is that you know that that this is what's happening, you know that all high schools look like Heathers. I mean obviously Heathers is a fictional kind of a world and it's you're right you look like you're like choking
0: no i'm okay i'm just it's the bubble tea (laughs) she was like holding her chest and
1: and you're just kind of like going back and forth a little bit um but i think um the impact of having you know, I, I, I think this is what it is. You know, when you, if if you were to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to create a story about a high school in America, right? I think a lot of people would fill that high school with white people. Um, and then the stories that got to be told and the stories that would be elevated would be white stories or stories that centered around the white experience. Um, and I think you have to fight and work and dig a little bit harder to get those other stories. Um, and 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 equally fight for them to also be considered to be American stories, if that makes any sense no, I, I get um because they always get they always get placed as other, you know if you've got a musical, it's going to be a black musical, um if there are lots of black people in it, you know what I mean if it's you know it it always gets labeled as something else other than being a story that is also about American who happens to be black and happens to have this perspective and this struggle in the country as well,
0: right. Right, and and um, going back to that mask of white progressivism, ism, ism. progressivism,
1: progressivism. progressivism.
0: Um, the so going. I'm really touching, good yeah, at making touching, up stuff. Touching, <laughs> touching upon the um, the canceled Heather's TV show, they tried mm-hmm. to do that. So they had a body positive um, Heather, Heather Chandler, and then they had right, um, yeah. A non-binary um, a Heather and then a black Heather, mm-hmm. which like that felt like forced diversity to me.
1: Yeah, but it, it but it's it's because I think it's I think it's because every you come to everything with a story. You know what I mean. And I think if you ignore the if you ignore the story that like the black Heather has or the non-binary Heather has, then then all they're there for is to be is to is to take a box.
0: Right, and that's what it felt like. And I saw that the show was trying to like make a statement about um, extreme progressiveness. Um, like I saw I saw the pilot episode, and um, it was like. Um, liberal progressivism to the extreme like to the point where they were like destroying people's lives in the show and Mm. I I see what they were trying to do I thought it was interesting and I would have liked to see it more but then the TV show got cancelled so I like we'll never know what they were they were going to do and where that story was going to go and how they were going to use those characters Mm. I thought it would have been interesting to see um what it would look like
1: yeah and uh, i and this so um, i feel like i've been really boring for for this entire podcast because like heather again i I don't have a lot to say about heathers like i'm not it's not something that i'm in love with um but it's not something i staunchly hate at the same time like you do with mark and rent lexi for some real weird
0: and you know what my hate for mark (laughs) get deeper as i get older and as I as because my job is coming to an end and i'm gonna have to look for a new job and like i'm struggling to find a job and, and mark had that nice job didn't he Ans mark had that yeah mark really did have really nice stuff. job you, did,
1: you know what mark did do that nice job yeah, he, that quit. He, he quit he quit he did, i don't think he even quit i don't because i don't think he had had he accepted it yeah,
0: mm-hmm. well at least yeah. in the movie he accepted mm-hmm. it um and he worked
1: he didn't want to sell his soul yeah less. he
0: didn't want to sell his soul huh I sold for a starting job, like salary that was like what three thousand dollars a month mmm is there anyone that you um that you hate like that in Heather's no there's no one else I hate like that in, in <laughs> all of musical theater there will never be another mark
1: I do want to say oh before we before we get there's one final thing that I forgot to talk about that you had mentioned before JD and his character arc um, I liked that so much I do like that that is one thing that I, I think I came away with and I was like that is how a narrative <laughs> yeah. should be Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, because
0: JD has a great character I don't even I don't even know if he has an arc does he have an arc
1: does he take I think he does yeah. I think you see him I think you see him kind of struggle in the beginning um well uh, I mean not so much like fitting in but you you kind of see the wheels start to turn. Well, you can see
0: that he's he's very numb in the beginning. He's numb to a lot of things and then Veronica like yeah. or like opens something in him or or I don't know stirs something in him. I don't know what that thing is.
1: I don't even know if she opens or stirs something in him. I think she just gives him a chance to kind of um to speak. Yeah. I think she gives him a chance to to, to um um, and 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 not and to be seen. I think that's what mm-hmm. we're talking about. I think we're talking about being seen and allowing somebody to see you. And I think JD was a person who was always kind of trying to hide, or, or, or not even trying to hide, but was told that he needed to hide. That he had too much pain inside him to be able to walk around and just let everyone see this pain. And so, yeah, he did numb it, and he started to hide bits of himself. He was and I think once, yeah, and I think what that's that's, damaged, that's a song as well. Like, that does not make us wise
0: (laughs) i I, I agree with you and i i think um i think that he saw uh, like veronica um i think the first death of heather and how like everyone's reaction to it he saw a chance to make a change in the environment he was in like To change
1: the... You know what just popped into my head? Make that change. (laughs) I couldn't...
0: (laughs) I couldn't help (laughs) that. (laughs) But he definitely, yeah. I think um, Veronica was the catalyst for him. Um. Yeah, I think... I, I honestly
1: think it comes back to, again, being seen and allowing yourself to be seen. And I think it's the same thing with Veronica. I think she allows herself to feel that emotion and feel that kind of rawness. Um... And I think he sees that and says, okay, it's safe for me to start doing stuff and letting stuff out. And I think w- uh, one of the things that tends to happen, you know, obviously with with great amounts of loss, right, is you do have this anger. You have this, and at some point you're going to have this why me, um, and this kind of call and and desire to... To do something about it, to do something quite physical or whatever it is about it, and I think you you see that manifesting in him later. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like because it, it looked like you were you were having this massive thought and you were gonna no. say something like really and then you leave and go. No. Right.
0: <laughs> no, i no, I was agreeing with you.
1: I think there's also this kind of thing about um that you see a lot in him of this kind of like teenage obsessiveness.
0: Yes. They they do that really, really well. I think J D captures the essence of a teenager really, really well. Yes. Which is something that a lot of media does not do. They don't yeah. capture the essence I of a teenager.
1: And it's one of those things where it's like, um, I I don't know like you you've got these are mini adults, you know, in the sense in in the sense that you know I don't I don't know what an adult really is though. That's not, that's a big philosophical question because I'm still trying to figure out what an adult is. But they aren't children. Well, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of times when they get depicted in shows, it's like, "Oh my gosh, 16-year-old person did this because um, you know, they're they're just young and 16 and they do stupid things." And that's not the reality
0: of mm-mm. it. it's much more complex complex than that like in their heads mm-hmm. this is this is reality like everything mm-hmm. is urgent and needs to be taken care of now and I think that that feeds side that they are still kids but they have these uh, these adult quote unquote adult thoughts starting to emerge and these ideas and concepts that they're trying to process I think mm-hmm. the, the biggest difference between like a teenager and an adult is the way that they process information yeah, like teenagers are more impulsive and and take everything. I'm not saying this for all teenagers, but a lot of teenagers take things for face value without mm. like exploring all the um, all the possibilities and and things that go along with certain things, as opposed to like adults, where we, we learn to look at everything from all different types of angles. Well, you would think <laughs> some mm, some people, yeah, yes. yeah, some people. But I think that's why um, teenagers are a lot more impulsive about things. But it, there, the, it's also the first
1: time that you're encountering these really big emotions, Right. which I think are very, very important. I mean, that song—it's one. The reason that it's one of my favorite songs, um, I was meant to be yours. It's because it's—it—it it is this big feeling that he has. This—this—um—isn't this what love is? And I think we talked about this before. Um, jd's kind of desire to 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 break the stereotype but then also by doing that reinforcing the stereotype to saying that like you know i like we don't need to be robots and we don't need to you know do the curriculum and and be put in these little boxes but then, then at the same time you know his love for veronica means that he is hers and she is his and that's how love goes um and we will be with each other f- till the very end um and i need you to do this and i think that's both kind of a construct that he's made in his brain but also a very visceral feeling that he feels and it's this big big emotion um and i know when i mean at least speaking from my personal experience i had all the emotions i was yes, <laughs> like and they were all good co- i difficult did, to I wow wow thanks mom um you're so welcome <laughs> i but i did and like if you i know you did too though you had a lot of you had a lot of feelings i did have a um lot of and they changed quite quickly like i remember being really angry one minute and then just being completely in love the next minute and just like feeling like you have no control over when that's gonna happen and how it's gonna happen well, i
0: think like like i i relate with jd because like in my sophomore year of of high school i suffered with depression and i just was so numb for like
1: my mm. entire
0: year like i was not able to feel anything like i couldn't even do a genuine laugh for people and then like i started reading i started reading a lot and like i was able to start like I was able to start um when I was able to start identifying emotions that I felt that's when I started to feel better like when I was able to mm. identify how I was feeling and I was able to articulate myself and then like I had art as a um as a uh what's the word a release or like an expression like an expression it, as an expression mm. um that's when I was like able to like really fully start to grasp and grow as a teenager mm.
1: yeah I think I had I had a very similar experience in that I mean mine was with anxiety not so much depression but I think like I mean the, the two tend to go hand in hand with one another but I think there is something in not being able to understand what emotion you really feel, but knowing that you have this weight, this right. feeling. Um, and I think that it's, you know, I, I I mean, now like that that just brought a whole new level to me because I'm thinking about G d and I'm thinking about that song, and I'm thinking, about, well, maybe it isn't maybe it isn't love that he's feeling maybe that's still the anger from the loss of his of his mom in that situation that he was put in and with his dad and maybe that that's what it is but he's putting all this other stuff on it and i think that's why veronica's quite scared of it i mean anyone would be scared of what he does but I i
0: think like their love in general is not love it is very much um uh, unhealthy. At- the puppy well, it's not even puppy love. It's an unhealthy attachment because JD finally has someone to connect to because you know he moved around to all those schools and never found anyone to connect to. He connected to this girl. Yeah. Now she's leaving him. He sees that as a betray. Uh, yeah, a ber- betrayal. That really betrayal. To say. A betrayal, and he's Way trying to, to keep her there because he's like, "No, I'm starting to like finally understand something. I'm starting to feel something, mm-hmm. and you're taking that all away. That's not fair." Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so I think we found our, our favorite I think, character. I think we did too. I think we did too. Uh, if, if only um, Christian
0: Slater was younger and could sing.
1: That's not a bad idea. Maybe he's got a son. I'm sure he does. Is, man, there's only one Christian Slater. It's true. You can't replicate no. that. Yes. Anyway, do you have anything else that you would like to say before we close?
0: No. No. I think I got everything out there I needed to about Heather's.
1: Mm. Yeah. Again, like it's not. It, it is not my favorite. Um, it's not my favorite musical. It's not even a musical that I I like very much. But um, uh, it's 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 there. Why did we do Heather's, it's Lexi? Why, like, why don't you explain to people why we, we did, did Heathers, Heather's?
0: Because it is a con- um, con- <laughs> cultural a con- cultural cultural con- phenomenon. It's a con- cultural cultural phenomenon with musical theater um, mm. bands it i it opened a whole new door for like a whole new set of bands to come into the musical theater world. The world yeah so i I thought I thought it was significant to talk about at least like you know yeah i I don't know any I don't think I've ever heard anyone of color talk about Heathers before
1: <laughs> me yeah. neither so i th- I also don't know how many people uh know about it like that, yeah. Though.
0: It is very. It's very much a, still an underground thing. Mm. Well, I mean, in, in the UK, it's now mainstream because it's on the West End. I mean, it
1: isn't. It isn't. I don't know. Um, yeah, it isn't. It isn't. I think sometimes when things are on the West End like that, I think they seem quite far away. Right. You know what I mean. Um. But anyway. Um, So that was Heather's um, the movie and the musical. If you'd like to get in contact with us, our email address is aAA at gmail.com Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and leave us a a review on iTunes Review, I said boo-boo
0: Leave us one of those two (laughs) Follow us on um, Facebook and Tumblr um, just by searching I saw you on
1: stage
0: yeah, and do that because it's fun, yeah. and we like it. Other...
1: And Let us know what you want to talk about, and we'll think about talking about it.
0: <laughs> the thought will be there.
1: Just know that she... the thought will be there. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to guarantee that it will actually be talked about. But like, I'll think about talking about it. That's all I can give you.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we appreciate you as human beings.
1: Okay, okay. Bye! Bye.